Welcome to a very special edition of the Open Source Podcast. Did I say that right? OP. OP. The OP. The OP. And what does the OP stand for? Just open? Open. We're just open like that. Just open. (laughs) 24-7. Seven days a week. (laughs) Uh, This is just an NBA preview. I know it's something we actually promised the last couple years. We (laughs) really got it done. (laughs) 2018 time for change. (laughs) <laughs> we finally got it. We live in our life like yay. We live in our life yeah. like yay. No, no, no. You're living, you can live your life like yay. I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. But um, pretty much, uh, as, as you were saying, we were talking about it earlier this week. Is there really much to preview? No. I mean, you know, two things for sure. All right. Warriors are going to win it. Well, I mean, if, if unless something tragically happens, the Warriors should right. win it, barring injury. Yeah. And the Wizards will underachieve. That's just the status quo of the NBA. That's something that you can pretty much pencil in every year until some drastic changes. You know what killed me about DC sports? The the DC sports fan is just so like mediocre. They love mediocrity. They just love. They love. I mean, do they love the the to have that underdog attitude? We don't gotta win because we want to keep the underdog attitude. I mean, we're just we suck just like Cleveland sucks now without LeBron. DC sucks. DC sports suck. I, I mean, it just suck. They 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 got they got everything about DC sports suck. They 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 had a baseball team that didn't go for it the year they could have won the World Series. You know, they, they throttled their team. <laughs> and and they haven't been back since. Um, it's a tragedy. Even Baltimore sucks now. They got the Caps. They won it. Oh, they did win last year. I scratched that. Take the back. I forgot. Cap. <laughs> the Caps. They, they did. They won it. I mean, they, they were just long overdue. They were way overdue. I mean, they, they were just spending that DC mode so well of just like, okay, we got a great record and we're just going to get put out. Exactly. Just as long as people come and show up for the game, that's all that matters. Now, DC, still, DC, honestly, DC as a sports city, it still sucks. I'm like, you, you got the, the Wizards just suck. I mean, when the last time you won a championship is like in the late 70s, you suck. I mean, you can't. You just suck when you can't be competitive. Because what 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 does it take to be competitive in the NBA now? What money? It takes money, right? Uh, no, it doesn't no, take. The NBA has a salary cap. It's more so just the NBA has a salary cap. Jay, how many people in Golden State make two hundred million dollars? Like four people. <laughs> and the salary cap ain't that. It ain't that big of a deal. All right, so. The way the Warriors did it was this. They're, they're very top-heavy. All right, because you got – Curry got his money. Right. Draymond got the max that he could get. It wasn't like the $200 super max. Right. So the Durant signed one year, $27 million deal. Or I think it's like $30 million now. Right. He just signed a one-year deal. And Clay Thompson's deal is about to come up next season. Right. And DeMarcus Cousins – he didn't sign for a bunch of money. He signed for the veterans minimum. 
So that's how they were able to get all those. All right, so basically they got $200 million man, and then they got maybe three people, three or four people who will equate another $200 million. You're talking about after those top five? I mean, no. So you, you, you got Curry who got his $200 million plus. Then you got, you know, Kevin, um, Kevin Durant, throw me 20, 25 to $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. And then you, and yeah, so you got, so basically you got, you got Steph Curry at 200 million and then the rest of the team at like 250 million. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. It's, it's yeah. possible. So all it's going to take me is like a half a billion dollars to put together a championship team. I see the thing is every, every team can do that because everybody needs to work on the same amount of money. Exactly. People put their money not in the right place. For example, Portland. All right. They're, all their money is invested in their backcourt, Lillard McCollum. That's not going to be the Warriors. No. So who are you going to get for your number three if Lillard and McCollum get their money? The, and then you go to Minnesota. Right. <laughs> Towns got his money. Wiggins got his money. Jimmy Butler wants out. Because Jimmy Butler not getting his money. If they if they say hey, Jimmy well, he could. He could get his money there. They, 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 what they need to do, if if you can beat the starters with the third string, you need to get your money. I wouldn't say that. Okay. You need to get your money. I beat the starters. I beat the dudes that got the money. I got the money. So I t- who you're playing with. You're playing with <laughs> uh, a Derrick Rose who's not in his prime anymore, who's still playing. After all those injuries, okay. Um, now, Grant, they should he should, his team should not have beaten the starters, but he did. But that's not great on the curve because without Jimmy Butler, they were they had a losing record without Jimmy Butler when he was hurt last year. So they Jimmy made the but, playoffs, but well, that's not hard. But Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be there. If they pay Jimmy Butler, trust me. If they okay. if they, so, they they Jimmy Butler, Carthy Towns, and Wiggins is going to beat the Warriors. No. no. Are they going to beat the Rockets? No. No. Are they going to beat Utah? No. No. Are they going to beat the Lakers? No. No. Isn't that isn't that a tragedy with LeBron and Rondo? I man, uh, man and they can't. Nah, damn. When you can't beat LeBron and Rondo, you got you got problems. That, that's mismanagement of money right there. When, that, that's when you, you know. I have a team of highly played players, but I can't beat LeBron and Rondo. <laughs> that's, that's like your curve right there. Okay, you're going to put this in front of you. The Lakers top three, you got LeBron, Ingram, Lonzo Ball. Now, I say LeBron gives you a lot of weight, but if you can't beat that second third, you just forget about it. Because the West is like a gauntlet of teams. Uh, and not, not really. I mean, look, all right, look. You, I think you got, I think you got, you got four teams. You got four teams because I don't even count San Antonio anymore. Dang. San Antonio. I mean, if LeBron went with the San Antonio, it would have been a game changer. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't going there. Well, I, I, I mean, honestly. I don't get the allure to go to like the Lakers. Why? Why do I care about playing for the Lakers? Magic played there. Shaq played there. Kobe played. I don't care. I don't blame him for going because I mean, shoot, he's been in Cleveland his whole life. 
just about. Besides a couple years of Miami, I'm like, you might go to California. He could have. I would have cut a deal. To, I would have cut a deal to go to Golden State. He wasn't doing that. I would have done it. I would have done it. I would have done it. Maybe he would have did it. If I would have done it. You know what? Because I wanted to stick as LeBron not thinking wise. What I would have done, I would have took the deal and I would have came off the bench. And LeBron would pay, play another 20 years in the NBA coming off the bench in Golden State. <laughs> that. See, you're not thinking long term. LeBron, LeBron need to be thinking like um, Kevin Durant. 25 to 30 million a year. One year deals. LeBron could probably still play another 20 years at the rate he's going anyway. Nope, not year. anymore. Not not watch, watch watch what the Lakers do to this dude. The Lakers aren't going to put pieces around LeBron, not for another. They still thinking Lonzo Ball and the, the players, these young players that they got are going to pan out. They need to get a coach. That's what they need to do. They need a coach. Luke Walton's not the guy. Luke Walton's not the guy. Well, they got a coach. They got LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get a coach. You got an all-in-one. That's, that's right. Um, <laughs> what, what, what they need to do, I mean, we all know that L.A. is not going to beat Golden State. Um, L.A. may not beat Houston. Um, they got a shot against Houston. I mean, best case scenario for them is to be number two at the end of the season when it's all said and done. They were number two in the West. That's their best case scenario. That's it. That's it. For this year? For this year. They'll fit, I mean, they'll, you, you think they, they're going to finish under the Rockets this year? Yes. I'm not sold on the Rockets. I don't think they – I ain't saying the Rockets going to win the West. I'm just saying that they, – They're going to finish. They're going to finish above L.A. L.A. The, the, the right, the Lakers, because there's two there's The Clippers that... Is Doc Rivers yeah, still a... I don't know who you were talking about. All right, cool. All right. The Clippers <laughs> not rocking anymore, so we definitely <laughs> want L.A. right now. <laughs> I give them best case scenario. I'm going to say... I'm almost inclined to say three. Three? All right. Three or four. I, I mean, no. I right, look. The thing that worries me. It, it, don't tell me. Don't don't say that OKC worries you. Oh, it's the players on the team. <laughs> Rondo. R- we all know Rondo won't be a Laker by the end of the season. You put Rondo, Beasley, JaVale McGee, and Lance Stevenson. Dog, Rondo will not be on that team by the end of the season. He's gone. I, I, it's, it's not going to happen. The dude is dysfunctional. Something right with him. He's not living the yay life. He's not living the yay life. He needs to live the yay He probably is. He needs to live the yay life. But, you know, why I'm most excited about the NBA season is not that the the Warriors, you know, well, I, I know the I think the Warriors are going to win it. This is more so like it's going to be a lot of fun games to watch. I don't see how. I don't see that. I don't see. I don't see past last year. I think I, mean, I watched a lot of games. I like watching a lot of the bad teams. I know it's kind of odd. Hmm. 
for some of like the young players. Like for example, I think Phoenix is going to be fun to watch. Right. They probably win maybe about twenty games. Right. Twenty twenty five games, but I think they're going to be fun to watch. All right. Um. Okay. Do you have teams that I hate watch? Right. I, I hate okay. watching OKC. I don't like watching OKC play basketball. Well, at least not last year. Last I like year. watching at crunch time. Because you can put the, like, the little alerts on your phone. Yeah. Because it seems like something always happens. Are, are, are you, you going to send out the, the user information and all that again? <laughs> Why, yes. Because <laughs> 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 th- yes, this I year... Am. Because this year I am going to keep up with uh, with the NBA, uh, just because I'm interested. And the tragedy I'm interested just because I want to I want to see Boston. I, I want to see Boston. They're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, they're going to be fun to watch. Uh, I, want... I don't like watching the Rockets. I uh, no, but you know why? Because it's ugly defensive play. It's just horrible defense. Well, it's not even that. It's just. I don't like watching James Harden play. You don't, don't you, well, you don't like his shot. His shot look it doesn't look smooth. Sometimes Jay Harden put up that J, and I'm like, it it, it doesn't seem fluid. It, it almost seemed like he having like a muscle spasm as he releases the ball. Take take a look at his J sometime. I'm like It stresses me out watching him play because it's like I've been trying to focus on game. I'm like, did he just trample? But I'm like, no, he didn't. And that's what I feel like watching him play. It's like, are you critiquing him that hard? I mean, it's just the moves that he does. Like, there's this is one video I had sent, uh, Stan and Willie, and I'm just like, it's just like, like the moves you see him dribble, dribble, because he'll, he'll do a lot of dribble and dribble, dribble, right, dribble, shoot, and I'm just like, what was that? And it went in, right, but it's just. It's frustrating to watch. I don't know what it is. That's, I do not. I do not in the Raptors. I don't like. Well, maybe, maybe he just take he take too long to set up his own shot. Yeah. <laughs> but they put like hundred forty points. So well, they shoot a lot of threes. I mean, that's part too. But yeah, you got to shoot a lot of threes, right? Really? Huh? I mean, you got to shoot a lot of threes, and that's what I'm saying. What people want to see, people want to see threes now, and but well, that's the NBA now. A lot of the transition is about the the drive, the kick out, the three, mm-hmm. or it's a lot of play, a lot of ball movement and player movement now. I, 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 I like I like the ball movement and the player movement. I think that's that opens it up. Um, it keeps it fluid. I like that. Yeah, Golden State changed the game years ago with uh, Curry and Thompson before Durant got there. Yeah, on how they were creating an open threes, and then Houston just took it to another level on want- how often the three point is shot. And you said um, Carmelo, but see, if, if is Carmelo starting? Bitch. Good. All right, cool. Then he, hopefully he'll never see a game. Deep bitch. Nope. Deep, <laughs> deep bitch. Because <laughs> this dude still won't pass the ball. Carmelo, dribble, dribble, pass. Uh, you got the ball, dribble, dribble, look for the shot, no, Pass. This dude refuses to pass. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, Carmelo's frustrating. though. I can strangle Carmelo in his sleep. That's how frustrating <laughs> his game is. Just like, it's just funny because you, let's be honest. Carmelo was never great. He just came, he, he just, he, he came out at the right time. 
if you would have came out at a different time where there was like tons of, of high talent, we wouldn't be talking. You know, Carmelo wouldn't have a name. Carmelo was one of those people that timing worked out for him. And that's it. That's it. Carmelo was, you know, you're never going to co- compare Carmelo to Kobe or Carmelo to Jordan or you're not going to c- compare Carmelo to Durant, Steph Curry. He's not, he's not among those players. He's not. He and Carmelo, Carmelo got time, timing was everything for this cat's career. If Carmelo was ever in a I think he would have been like a the perfect number two for a number one player. I agree with you. He, like, he, he would have been a good Scotty Pippen. But you know what? I'm glad you brought up Scotty Pippen. You know the crazy thing about Pippen? It's like people forget how good Pippen was when Jordan retired. He was great. I looked up his numbers and stuff. I was like, oh my God. Pippen like, was great. Dude, he was a number one. He was a number one. So I take that and back. Jordan, Essentially, had a number one because everybody's like, "Well, Jordan had no help." He Jordan. started winning until Pippen got there. Until he got there, that's right. And Horace Grant, no slouch. No slouch, that's right. Uh, they had shooters. Yeah, and, and Steve Kerr, strong Steve Kerr, Paxson. They had a team, and though. Coach. And then they got Ron Harper. Yeah. And they got Brian Williams. Then they got Dennis Rodman. Like they kept stacking the team. They kept stacking. Pippen, that year he was by himself. He was in every top like defensive number. But you know, but Pippen didn't have a number two. Right. If he had a number two, number two. If he had a number two, no one would be talking about. No one would care if Jordan came back because they Chicago would still be winning. They probably would have won the East. They would have won the East. They 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 they, they would have won championship. They, they had a number six two. To seven. They, they would have won. They would have won a championship if Pippen had a two. If Pippen had a two, like he was a two for Jordan, they would have won. I'm mm. trying to tell you, like Pippen, Pippen don't get the respect he deserved. Pippen is a top, top, top fifty player. He should be in top fifty. You know, when the list first came out, I was like, what? <laughs> when the list first came out, because he was still playing, I'm like, really? But Pippen's a beast. Yeah, yeah. Like he's probably the most underrated player between him mm-hmm. and Dominique Wilkins. Do- oh my God, yeah. Dominique Wilkins is underappreciated. They're both underappreciated. He never had a two. Nope. He had, it was Dominique Wilkins and a bunch of four. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? And, 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 and all they could do for him is keep that S-curl right. That's all they could ever do for Dominique. Keep, keep the S curl right and make sure Kevin Willis was still here. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That that's the tragedy. I mean, and that that's the tragedy of, of like, hell of sports and business. When you you have you know you don't surround your talented people with other talent, and you just go stagnant, right? And then history, history doesn't properly remember, you know, your efforts. They just remember the the teams. Conclusions, right? Uh, and that's a tragedy because Dominique Wilkins and Scottie Pippen are both um, underappreciated and underrated. And, uh, you know, Scottie Pippen has to live in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Um, but he would, 
But Scottie Pippen was a great player. He was a great he player. He was. Because if you look, you remember, uh, when Jordan tied, he ended up going to Portland. And Portland, the Western Conference Championship. Exactly. The Houston thing didn't work out. No, it, it, it was just, it was just, a it was a mess. Oswald was pretty much done. Drake yeah. was pretty much done. Barkley was done. It was just it was done. It was like, we're coming back for more cash. If they, they would have watched the Redskins that year. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That was Houston that year. Everyone's back for more cash, right? Um, and then, um, yeah, because when he was in Portland, they were right there with the Lakers. They were right there. But, so Scotty Pippen definitely deserved much credit in what he gets. But um, yeah, but this year, I, I'm excited to watch just because I want to see specific teams play. Now you tell me about um. Phoenix, I'm definitely going to check out Phoenix. Yeah, because with Phoenix, it's uh, Booker and Aiden. I like to see them together. They still have poor roster construction because the, the Suns and the Kings are the same to me. They okay. have too many guards and too many forwards. And it's not like uh, too many point guards, too many shooting guards, too many small forwards. Right. The Kings, that's probably, I, I, I try to watch them on the end. That's probably the most frustrating team to watch. Is it really? Because it's like they have some good young players on their team, like uh, Fox, Buddy Hield. They just drafted Bagley, but they have all these other players, and then they mix them in with veterans who still feel like they can still get theirs. And it's, it's just awful. See, th- this is this is this is when management needs to sit down and hit these players with the Pulp Fiction. You were great once, but you're not great anymore. You think you got something in you, but you don't. <laughs> I mean, they just need to sit down and have that Pulp Fiction conversation with them. Be like, look, man, we, we this is what we want you to do and nothing more. Because this is all. And, and what we're actually to do, we're actually maxing out your potential. So don't think you can do any more than this. We um, need that clip. <laughs> I need that sale. They, they they need to sit down and have real conversations like that because these guys just need just they need to hear Bill Belichick say just do your job, just do your job. Don't do me, especially you know when you were once allegedly like the man because everyone thinks they're the man at some point, right? Um, it is hard to like. To not realize that you're not anymore, so you got these guys still trying to like do do these things they did in their um, prime, and it just doesn't work anymore. But you can still have a good career being a, the support, because what, what people fail to realize is that in in order for them to have to to have had their game, they were supported, but they don't see that until after they leave the game, and to someone you know, they, they, then then they can look back and and then they can be objective about their career. Well, I had support, I had this, I had that. Uh, but right now, the transition is to be a great player, then to be a supportive player, and then to be out. That's it. If you follow the proper transition for like a great player, mm-hmm. you're either going to, you know, you're going to be great, you're going to be good, you're going to be support, and then you're going to be gone. And it's cool. That that's a, that's a that's that's a natural transition. And I think when people try to like live in their primes their whole career, it's just a lie. Right. And you're not maximizing your effort and you're hurting your team. 
Transition. It ain't hard. It ain't hard. You gotta handle with that uh was that a uh, minister society? Any hard fool? <laughs> just do it, fool. It ain't hard. Uh, just do it. Oh, okay. that that now put me on. Um, what was it? What was that? What was his name? I, the dude wasn't Tyrese. What was his name? The dude and um, the, baby boy. Not baby boy. Minister society. Um, oh, the one that went hardcore. Oh, dog. What's his name? Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate is a bomb actor, dog. Um, I, 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 my, one of my favorite movies now is Girl Trip. Girl, well, Girls Trip with Queen Latifah and uh, um, you got Tiffany um, what Haddock, a Hats and a Hudson, uh, and then you got um, you got Jada Pickett, and then you got the chick from DC. Um, um what is her name? Well, anyway, you see her because the chick, the the fourth chick in this, she uh, she got her break in Scary Movie. Uh, she 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 born and raised from DC. Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Yep. Yeah. She. I didn't know she was from DC. She born and raised DC. Girls Trip was good. Girls Trip had me tearing up, dog. That's how good Girls Trip was. Girls Trip tonight. You and your lady. Pop some pop. I didn't see it. Does she like it? She liked it. You need to see it. Girls Trip was good. Girls Trip was like, I'm tearing up. I'm feeling what you're putting down. I apologize. I I just said good. I connected with Girls Trip. It was a connection for me. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with saying something that's good. No, because you say if you say something's good, then you gotta say something's bad, and nothing's good or bad. It's just like I had a connection with it. I, I, I vibe with it. Um, it radiated with me, and I enjoyed it. it it's it's um it's gonna be one of the ones that um, I download from iTunes. I'm gonna keep with me forever. That's that's how that's how much I vibe with it. I thought I thought all the actresses did a great job um, as far as you know connecting with me and and their character. Because sometimes it's, um you see an actress or an actor. Well, they're all actors. We don't need a sex. We don't need to have like they're all actors. So I'm not gonna even say actress. When you see actors, and you just you, you don't see their character, you just see who they are and like what you your persona of them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see any of that. I saw characters, and I saw and I saw you know people really putting in a great effort to do their job. And I really liked the movie. Uh, I, I think the hardest part uh, when it comes to like uh, movies that. Um, Movies that have, um, um, especially female movies, it's the acceptance of like, hey, I'm going to watch this movie. Because um, for, for some reason, I still think it's um, it's hard for women and minority women to like really get the opportunities they deserve for their talents. And yeah. so you um, so you run into hesitation to see this movie because I initially hesitated to watch it. And then I said to myself, what makes this movie any different than like the hangout? Um, hangover. Uh, hangover. You know, what, what makes it any different is that? And I willingly wanted to watch the, um, the hangover. I'm like, I'm going to sit down and watch this. In my opinion. The first hangover was funny. The first one was good. The other two. The, the second one with Tyson. Tyson stole the second one. 
was in all of them. Was he? Well, I'm talking when he sung at the end of the second one. That was the third, right? No, the third one was just complete garbage. I thought the second was complete garbage. No, the third one was complete garbage. The third one was when um when the Asian dude goes crazy. That's the second one. No, that's the third one. And that that's the third one when they have dude uh, from Roseanne Barr on there, and he's yeah, 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 that was the third. yeah. So the second one I thought was the worst at all of them. I thought the third one was the worst. I liked the second one. Um, I thought it was okay, but nothing beats the first one. And no, not even close. and um, and I could, and Girls Trip was just as good as the first Hangover. I need to see that because I know uh, you know what's another good movie. I know he went totally off the NBA. Right, <laughs> Bridesmaids was a good movie too. Bridesmaids was funny. Bridesmaids was funny. It was a good movie. I'm saying good, but it was a movie that resonated with me. I vibed with it. I'm <laughs> saying good. You don't have to say bad. You don't got to say, say bad. Good bad. You can say it was good. I can say it was good. Um, and, and if it's something that you can just say it wasn't for me. Hey, a movie I want you to check out: Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice, Pride and Prejudice is um has Kara Knighting in it. Uh, make sure you see the one with her in it. Pride and Prejudice is the bomb. Pride and Prejudice, if I'm rating the movies I love, this is the movie that's going on when Thanksgiving come, it's going on auto replay. I'm, that movie's going to play throughout all Thanksgiving day. That's how much I love Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice is good. I mean, Pride and Prejudice, every time I watch that movie, it's like I'm watching it for the first time. And it takes me right into the era and into the players' lives. That's how good that movie is. I'm like, I'm there with them. Um, and I'm feeling all their emotion. And it's just it's a great movie. It's um it definitely if 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 I was on a stranded island, that would be one of the movies I had with me. The, the, that 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 would be something that I'm like, I can do this. It, it's just Bridget and I watched it. I mean, for the last three weeks, we watched it every Saturday. That's how oh, good wow. it is. Yeah. Uh, that's been our, we're going to watch the movie. That's the movie we watch. It's that good. So, so yeah, you need to check it out. You need to check out Pride and Prejudice with your girl. I'm sorry, with your wife now. With your wife. And you need to check out Girls Trip with your wife. Because uh, Girls Trip is good. I haven't seen um, Crazy Rich Asian yet. Um, I haven't seen that either. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for it to come out on um, on demand on because I don't really go to the movies anymore. Um, it's just not enjoyable for me anymore. Um, I understand. I mean, it's, it's a lot different now going to the movies, yeah. especially with all the stuff that's going on. And it's I'd rather go. Well, most time I go to movies is I go in the daytime now. No, I mean, for me, because when my kids get a little bit older, mm-hmm. I'll go again because they're not really into the movie. And I and I and me personally, I'm not going to separate myself from my kids to go see a movie. Um, right. So. Way to go, Dad. <laughs> so that definitely, uh, I definitely want to see Crazy, um, is it crazy Rich Asian. I want to see that because I heard it was good. Um well, it's it, it's it's vibing with a lot of people. It's resonating with a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't follow that mess. That'll get you set up, like how these reviews are. No, I tr- I'm true, but you know what? But I also want to support the movie because I think it's I think it's so important 
to support every ethnic minority culture on big screen because we need the diversity just because there are people in this country who are not seeing themselves on the big screen and who you know tv's gotten a lot better um yeah tv's gotten a lot better even like national news has gotten a lot better with like minority representation um but we need more of it we need we need more big screen stories and we need more stories of, of different ethnic backgrounds either in the country they're in or coming to this country and their experiences because it just makes us all better and then again it shows us that we all have a similar story because everyone who came into the United States got their ass kicked it's just like whoever was here first was kicking the new guy's ass and then eventually new guy kicked everybody's ass and to you know big you know you know Tom Brown wasn't it Jim Brown the baddest man to hold down town decided to come and he started kicking ass. So everybody who ever got came here got their ass kicked. And uh, this is a tragedy. You, you were, one would hope that you knew I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you and embrace you, but it didn't work that way in this country. Um, you got your ass kicked until you were able to kick somebody else's ass. Um, yeah. So we definitely need more minority representation. Not just any more minority representation. That there's a real absence of like the country, like rural America in, in, in film and media. And we, we need that. We, we just, it's just, there's lacking of real stories of like all groups of culture in the United States and we need more of it. And so I'm, I'm going to support crazy rich dude. I mean, crazy rich, crazy rich Asians, but I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. Um, but we, we definitely need more stories. You know, we need more stories like, you know, Coal miner's daughter and like um, the North and oh, Winter's Bone. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's an older movie. Um, it had um, Jennifer Lawson in it. Stan put me on in that movie. That movie, that movie was like that's another one. If I'm trapped <laughs> on an island, that's that's one that I'm watching. Winter's Bone was just good, and and, and thanks to you, I was able to see it. No, no, I had my own Netflix account at that time, so I was able to see it. But, uh, you know, you have Netflix, right? So you should be able to see it. Uh, soon, it's about the end. You getting rid of Netflix? Yeah, because uh, my wife has hers. Wait a minute, so how are we going to have Netflix? Stan. Wait a minute, Stan, Stan buys Netflix now? He's about to, yeah. When did Stan become a, a stand-up human being when it comes to Netflix? <laughs> Stan has always, like, Stolen someone else's Netflix. <laughs> now Stan is becoming an upstanding citizen to get his own Netflix. Like my Hulu is still going to be there. I don't care about Hulu. I don't watch Hulu, I Jay. <laughs> I watch Marshall and Bear for my kids. You got, you, I need my own, though. You got to hook me up with your wife, man. Okay. I'm just saying, tell us for the kids. So you, you can look and see what I'm watching. All right. It's for, there's a profile on there that's not being so I got you, Mike. It's for the kids, dog. Okay. It's for the kids. <laughs> let's do it. All right, man. Let, let's get out of here, homie. You got All any right. final words? Uh no. Well, yeah. No. No? No. I got I got I got a final word. What words? Live inspired. Don't I mean in, in life. If you want to change your life, you have to be courageous. And don't ever get it twisted like you're the only one that feel fear. I feel fear in thing, new things that I do, 
But what I learned to do is recognize that fear and be courageous and live inspired and just push through it and you'll change your life. So live inspired, be courageous, be courageous, and you'll make a difference in your life and the lives of others. And that's all I got. Mike, and this is for you. Yes. It's okay to say something that's good. Is it? Something else being bad. So it's something it's can okay. be good without having to be bad. Yes. And you know what, okay. Jay? In another universe, I'm you and you're me. And I'm fighting for you. <laughs> With that, we're out. You take care. <laughs>